0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Austin Reynolds. Today, I got a great show lined up today. And y'all going to hear my daughter here with me again today, as we're going to break down my, I'm going to break down my predictions on high school football week six, and NFL results from week two, and the Major League Baseball standings updates. So we're going to hop in prayer and get into it. you heavenly Father, I Thank you for another blessed day. Another great day. Another day worth living. is another day worth breathing. And I pray that you y'all have a great I pray each of us have a great day, a great week, and that we continue to bless you and bless you in Jesus' name, amen. Alright y'all, so we will gonna go ahead and get started. Get my daughter some food. And we're we'll gonna go ahead and jump into high school football. in 3A, we're gonna week six games, we're gonna start off region one. Now Region one, Dovery at five and no, Monroe at four and one, Carver at two Car- not Carver, sorry. Thomasville at two and three all have open weeks. So it only leaves three games this week. With Crisp County coming in at three and one, traveling Northside at two and two. Chris County just came off an open week. And I think they're gonna take this loss to Northside. Northside looks, be, looks be a little bit more football team than you know. them. So I had couple tough, tough, more tough games and everything. So I got Northside picking up the win. Then it's two and one Carver traveling over to Hapeville at zero and four. As Carver's also come off an of open week. Now Hapeville's a struggling football team. Carver's looking to be it was looking real good. Um, I'm going to give Carver this win. Then we got a Region One versus Region Two as Columbus at two and two, who just defeated Shaw last week, thirty-three to twenty. Is traveling to Mary Persons at three and one, who old oh, who was had an open week last week. Yeah, baby, it's okay. You okay? <laughs> uh, give me one second, y'all. As as I got Mary Persons picking up this win, and we and going the region two. You'll know we just did Mary Persons because they played in that region game. And Pike County is two and three. This has an open week this week, and we have another classification game. As Region 2 versus Region 5 as 4-1 Sandy Creek, who just defeated Collins Hill 33-17, to is traveling to take on Jackson, who is in the Region 2, who is 2-2 two and, two and just lost to Lamar County 42-16. Sandy Creek is one of the best teams, in my opinion, in, the, in 3A, so I definitely have Sandy Creek picking up this win. Then we have 2-2 two two Peach County, who just lost to Perry last week, is hosting Hardway, who is 1-4, and, and I have Peach County picking up this win. Yeah, baby. Then we have one and four. Thank you. That was good. My daughter feeding me. No, oh, baby. You eat it, baby. No, oh, baby. You eat it. <laughs> silly. Then we have Upson Lee, who is one and four. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. My daughter is trying to feed me. I don't want it, baby. Thank you, though. It's, 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 we have one and four, Upson Lee, who is hosting over four Mount Zion. Harrelson, uh, Upson Lee just got their first win last week against Harrelson County. And I got Upson League beating two in a row. <laughs> so silly. Now for Region 3, we have Grove. Now the region play just started last week. As y'all remember last week, uh, Long County was able to defeat Grove 62-6. Johnson was able to defeat, defeat Beach 35-17. Calvary Day defeated Liberty 48 27, and, S- and Savannah Christian defeated Savannah County Day 45 6. So we'll go ahead and hop into it. So I don't, I'm just going to go through the record. So I'll start again. the so Groves is coming in at 1 and 3, 0 and 1, traveling to take on 0 and 4, Beach, who's also 0 1 in the region. I have Beach picking up their first region win. There's 2 and 2, Liberty, who's 0 and 1 in the region, is traveling to take on Johnson. Who is three and one and one and zero oh in the regions? I have Liberty picking up their first region win. Then it's Savannah County Day. They're two and two, zero oh and one in the region. Traveling to take on Long County, Who is three and one and one and zero oh in the region, is I have Savannah County Day picking up their first region. Then we have the big one, Savannah Christian, four and oh, one and zero oh in the region. Traveling to take on Cavalry Day, Who is three and zero oh and one and zero oh in the region, is I have Cavalry Day picking up their second region win. To to go ahead, of everybody, and be first in the region after this week. In region four. We have Harlem, who's four and one. They're coming on an open open week this week. Then we have Morgan County, three and two going on an open week this week. So we're gonna start off with Richmond County, who is three and one coming off an open week, is hosting Lincoln County at two and two. I have Lincoln I have Lincoln County defeating Richmond and knocked them down at three and two. Then we have Hep I can never say that right, who was two and two hosting Southeast Bullock, who was one and three. They're coming off an open week as I have them defeating Southeast Bullock to pick up the third win of the year. Then we have a Region 4 versus Region 8. As Cross Creek is 1-3, and three, they just defeated Savannah 32-8. He's traveling to take on 2-2 two and two. Hart County who just defeated St. Francis 31-7. And I have Hart County picking up that win. Then we, then we have 0-4 Slayton who just got decimated by coffee last week. 65 Enough and it's taking on Sorrow who is three and 3-2 is I of Sorrow picking up the win. Oh. Then we get in the region five, as we, y'all know we done did Sandy Creek. Now Carver's three and one coming on the open week this week. And we have Cedar Grove, who's three and one. They lost to Mill Creek last week, fifty-two to thirty-six. As they're traveling to take on Coquit County, I think this is a great game. But I've got Cedar Grove picking up the win. Then we have Douglas, who is two and three on the season. Just had a loss to Holy Innocence, twenty-two to thirteen. Is traveling to take on zero and four Lithonia. As I have Douglas getting back to five hundred, picking up the third one of the year. Now, we're getting into Region 7, Region 6. As their region play started last week with Ringgold defeated Lafayette 42-24. to Addersfield defeated Lakeview for Ogleford 42-20. Bremen defeated Gordon Lee 14-7. to And Kahua Creek defeated Ridgeland 35-14. So, the same way we did other region. Just going to announce their record. And announce who I'm going to win. Now it's Ringgold at 2 and 2, 1 0 in the region, traveling to take on Addersville at 3 and 1, 1 0 in the region. I think this game could be a lot closer than people might think it would be, but I have Addersville picking up the win. Then it's Lafayette at 1 and 3, 0 1 in the region, traveling to take on Gordon Lee at 1 and 3, 0 1 in the region. As so I have Lafayette picking up their first region win. And then it's Ridgely at 0 4 and 0 1 in the region, taking on Bremen, who's 2 and 2. 1-0 in the region. I have Bremen picking up their second region win. Then it's Cahua Creek, who and is 3-1. 1-0 in the region, taking on Lakeview. 4-4, who is 1-3. 0-1 in the region. I have Kahula Creek picking up that win. Now we're getting to region 7. Now their region play starts this week. Now they have 7 teams. So each week, one team has a bye at open week. So this week is White County, who is two and 2-2. Two. They got the open week. So we have West Hall. At one and three, who lost to Union County last week, 48 to seven, is traveling to take on Dawson County, who was is two and two following an open week. As I have Dawson County picking up this win. And then we have West Lanian, who is one and three, going on to take on three and one Gilmer, as they're both coming up open week. And I'm going out on a limb here. I think West Lanian is a better football team than Gilmer. I think Gilmer's has some. some I think West Lanian has some better competition than Gilmer. Not the That's why Gilmer's record speaks for itself. But I'm gonna give West Lanian a win. Then it's one of three pickers who just defeated Her- Christian Heritage 22-24 to, to pick up their first win. is traveling to take on this surprise team at 3-8 and me. 4-0, Lumpton County. And as they're coming off an open week, as I have Lumpton County picking up this win. Now for Region 8, there's only one game because we done did the Hart County game. And Monroe is 2-3 They have an open week. i calling county 3-2 to open week. Stevens County, in my opinion, one of the best teams in 3-8. 4-1 with an open week this week. And Franklin, not everybody in three needs an open week because they're open five. Them and Salem both need an open week, but uh, the game of it we got is Herbert Christian Academy, who is four and zero, coming off an of open week, is taking on Athens Christian at one and two. Is Abby Herbert Christian Academy advancing to five and zero? Now that does it for high school football. We're gonna skip NFL. We're gonna go to major league baseball real fast and go ahead and get that done. Alrighty, y'all. So then, how we do it now is I don't do games. I just sit there and go through the divisions each show, and some of them have been eliminated. So I just sit there and say if they're eliminated, I will announce that they have been eliminated. So we're gonna start in the American League, and we're gonna start in the East, with fifth place being the Boston Red Sox, who are basically almost out. I mean, they're gonna be out pretty soon, but of course, at the end of the year, they're gonna be out. As Boston is 71 and 75, 17 games out of first. Then Baltimore, who they're basically almost out to. They're still fighting. They're 76 and 70, 12 games behind. And then these are the three teams that well, are going to probably get in the playoffs. through wild cards and division leaders. As Tampa Bay is 82 and 65, six and a half games out of first. Toronto is 83 and 64, five and a half games out of first. And that's the Yankees who has been leading in the East all year. Have an 85 58 record. Then, then we're gonna jump into the central with the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals both being eliminated. The Minnesota Twins are 73, 74, 7 games out of first, but they have got to win this division and get into the playoffs. And the Chicago White Sox who are fighting to try to get a wild card spot or win this division. It's gonna to be tough. They're probably gonna to have to win the division and get in the playoffs too. Chicago White Sox are 76 and 71, four games out of first. And Cleveland holding the top spot at eighty and sixty seven. Then in the West, the Oakland A's, Texas Rangers, and the Los Angeles Angels are all being eliminated from playoffs. Are you okay? No, oh, baby, I'm fine. Thank you. You try to feed me again. As the Seattle Mariners are eighty one and sixty five, they're basically in the wild card right now, but they're fifteen games out of first because the Astros are dominant. As the Astros have already clinched the division. Basically, I think that's what that means. Yes, they've already clinched the division with a record of 97-51. Alrighty. Now we're going to jump into the National League. as and We're going to start in the East. As the Washington Nationals and Miami Marlins have both been eliminated. Now the Philadelphia Phillies are in third. 80 and 66, they're in the wild card spot right now. But I don't think they'll get up there to win a division. I think it's between the Atlanta Braves, who are 92 and 55, a game out of first, and the New York Mets, who are 94 and 55. As the Mets have already clinched playoff versus, the Braves are going to quench it soon. Uh, but these two are fighting for the division. The winner of this division, with the division and second place, and the second place person, the Braves is going to be the first wild card team from the way it's looking. Then in the National League Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cincinnati Reds, Chicago Clubs have all been eliminated from playoff contention. And the Milwaukee Brewers, who are 78 and 69, who right now have a 23.7% chance make the playoffs, eight and a half games out of first. They may have to come back and win this division and get in the playoffs, but I doubt they're going to win the division. I doubt they'll get to the playoffs. It's going to be very tough for them. And leading this division is the St. Louis Cardinals, who are 87 and 61. And then for the West... The Colorado Rockies have already been eliminated. Now the next three teams are probably just waiting to get eliminated with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 68-79, 34 and a half games out of first. San Francisco, who's 70-77, 32 and a half games out of first. Now San Diego Padres are fighting for that wild card spot, as right now they're at a 90% chance to make the playoffs. Um, they're 81 and 66, and then the Los Angeles Dodgers, the best team in baseball, are 102 and 44. So now with the playoffs. Being talked about right now as it stands, the American League, the New York Yankees, Cleveland Indians, and Houston Astros would get in off of winning their division. Now, wild card spots Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Seattle Mariners have got in. Now, the teams that still have a chance, I'm gonna start with the ones I think still has a chance to get in this, and they can get into it. The Baltimore Orioles can find a way in and the Chicago White Sox can find a way in. Minnesota would have to fight. I don't know if Minnesota can get in, but the Red Sox is just waiting to get eliminated because the Red Sox are 10 games behind. Minnesota's eight and a half. and the White Sox are five and a half. Now, for the National League, as it stands, the New York Mets, St. Louis Cardinals and Los Angeles Dodgers will get in off of the division. Now, Wildcard-wise, the Atlanta Braves, who I think solidified that wildcard spot. The Mets or the, wild, or the Braves are going to be the first wild card team. Whoever wins the division is division winner. The got to finish second. Unless one of these teams have a bad slump the last 15, 20 games of the season. However many games we got left. I think it's like 15 games left. Then it's San Diego Padres. And it's the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, I think there's only one true team that can get into this. I think it's the Milwaukee Brewers who are two and a half games out. I don't see San Francisco or Arizona getting close to being in it. As that's what I got for the, my prediction right now for the playoffs. Is that's how I see it. Now we're gonna jump into NFL games from week two. As y'all know, we don't did the Chargers in the Cheese game. We did that game the other day. Y'all probably gonna hear my daughter in here playing and beating on stuff. Just letting y'all know. She's in here in the floor while I'm doing the rest of my podcast. Um, it was the Los Angeles Rams picking up their first win, 31 to 27. They had a very big lead in the first half of 21 3. Stafford still shows signs of struggling a little bit. I wonder if his elbow is still bothering him. But Stafford threw for 272 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. And Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup things. He had 11 catches for 108 yards and two touchdowns. And Drake London had a great game. For his second game of his rookie career, eight catches for 86 yards and touchdown as the Rams hung on for this win. Then it was the Green Bay Packers taking on Chicago Bears as Green Bay got back on their winning ways with Aaron Rodgers as they won 27-10 as Justin Fields struggled only throwing 70 yards in the pick the whole game. Uh, David Montgomery tried to help Chicago all he could with 122 yards, but it was Aaron Rodgers going 19 out of 25, 234 yards, two touchdowns, and Aaron Jones having a great game of 15 carries for 132 yards and a touchdown as the Packers picked up this win. Then for the Shocker, it was the New York Jets defeating the Cleveland Browns to pick up their first one of the year, 31-30, to as Flacco rallied the Jets back with two touchdowns in a minute and 22 seconds to pick up this one. Even with an onside kick recovery to pick up this win, Flacco had 307 yards, four touchdowns. Gilbert Wilson had a big game with eight catches for 102 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Briscoe played pretty decent. He did throw that one pick, but he had 229 yards and a touchdown. Chubbs came up big with 87 yards and three touchdowns. And Amari Cooper he played really well with nine catches, and 101 yards and one touchdown. That's the Jets find a way to come back. Again, pick up the win then it was the Detroit Lions defeating the washington commanders 36 27 now with that being said Detroit was up 22 to nothing Washington would outscore them 27 the 14 to try to come back but they would just not having just not have enough time. As this game, as this was a game for Jerry Goff. Jerry Goff had 256 yards and four touchdowns. And St. Brown had nine catches for 116 yards and two touchdowns. As Carson Wentz had a game, too, he did really good at the 337 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. They was not able to run the ball because they was got down so fast. They had to start running. They had to start throwing as, as Detroit held on to this win. Then it was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on against the New Orleans Saints. As Tampa Bay would pick up a twenty to ten win to move two and zero in the season. As the, this was a defensive game until the fourth quarter, to the, the late in the second half. Uh, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore got into it bad. Both guys, I think, I think they're both suspended for a game. I know Mike Evans is suspended for a game. Um, that tussle, they both got ejected in the game. Um, Brady didn't have the greatest game again. He had one hundred ninety yards with a touchdown. And um, James Winston threw three picks in this game, two and thirty-six yards. But Tampa Bay was able to pick up some key touchdown. Was able to pick up some points in the second half. And the Ram and the Saints went down the field and got that one touchdown with uh, Michael Thomas, but just didn't have enough time to come back. As Tampa Bay picked up this win. Then it was the New York Giants, in my opinion, surprising NFL right now, beating the Cardinals nineteen to sixteen and start off two and zero for the first time in six years. As Daniel Jones consistent, not great but consistent, had 176 yards with a touchdown. Uh, Baker Mayfield had 145 yards of touchdown. Chris McCaffrey had 102 yards rushing. Saquon picked up 72 yards of offense. Um, this game was really on Carolina. The two turnovers, man, the two turnovers is what caused Carolina this game. That's what cost them this win, and the Giants took advantage of it, and the Giants came out with a win. They was on top. Then it was the New England Patriots defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 17-14 to pick up their first one of the year. As Matt Jones played decent, had 152 yards with a touchdown in the pick. Mitchell Trubisky didn't do the greatest in the world. He had 168 yards with a touchdown in the pick. And Aguilar came up big for the Patriots with six catches for 110 yards in the touchdown. As this game was very competitive, it was very close. On um, both teams, had turnovers, and I think two Pittsburgh turnovers over the New Englands, one turnover, I think, really. Cause in Pittsburgh's lack of passing, I mean, they weren't able to pass, they weren't able to outrun. New England, I think New England had this game to win. I think it was New England's game to lose because offensively and defensively, they was the better team as the Patriots picked up this win. Then it was a surprising game as the Jacksonville Jaguars shut out the Indianapolis Colts 24 to nothing to pick up their first win. As Trevor Lawrence had a game, 25 out of 30, 235 yards and two touchdowns. And Christian Kirk came up big with two touchdowns as well. After six catches to 78 yards, Matt Ryan struggled. Matt Ryan had 195 yards and three picks. It's not looking good for Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. I was one of the people that said, I think Indianapolis can make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. I even had it in the Super Bowl, if y'all remember that. I had them in Brady, them in Tampa in the Super Bowl. Um, but Ryan ain't looking like that guy, man. I'm wondering if he's fan that if the downfall was starting to come. I don't, I'm not ready to say that because he's new to a team. Something might take him four or five games and get in the groove. I don't know. But it didn't look good, even Jonathan Taylor. But this whole game was was, was dominated by Jacksonville. The off, I mean, Jonathan Taylor had 54 yards on nine carries, which ain't bad, but when you get down like that, you can't consistently run the football. Um, But Jacksonville came up big with that win. In a game I would love to talk about, the Miami Dolphins defeated the Baltimore Ravens forty-two to thirty-eight. As the Dolphins were down twenty-eight to seven at one time, as these two quarterbacks, if anybody needed a fantasy day, these quarterbacks and receivers, these quarterbacks and tight ends gave it to you. As for Miami, Tua Tagovailoa went for four hundred and sixty-nine yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. And Tyreek Hill had 11 catches for 190 yards. Jalen Waddle had 11 catches for 171. And for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson had 318 yards passing, three touchdowns, 119 yards rushing, and a touchdown. And Mark Andrews came up big with nine catches for 104 yards and a touchdown. And Bateman had that long 75-yard play. As Baltimore blew this game, Baltimore's defense blew this game. You up 28 to seven, and you get outscored 35 to 10. I mean, this was not anything I mean, it was literally, they allowed 28 points in the fourth quarter. They was outscored 35-10 in the second half. This was just it's a lack of effort. Baltimore should have never let this happen. And they should be talking about it then the way they talk about the Falcons. And, yes, I am feel fishy. I don't like it because they talk about that same game from a Super Bowl in 2016 or 2017, whatever year. The game happened. They talk about that all the time, but then nobody want to talk. But but this right here should be talked about. That's a 21 point lead as well. You know, as I mean, it was as I mean, like I'm saying, it was 35 14 going in the fourth quarter. They was up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Miami went touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. A lot of field goal came back and got a touchdown with 14 seconds left in this game. Ridiculous. Baltimore should have came out on top of this game being up that much. Then it was the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The San Francisco picked up this win 72-7. As Trey Lance has lost to the season. Uh, they lost Trey Lance for an ankle injury out for the season. But good thing is they have Jimmy G behind them. And Jimmy G came in and did what Jimmy G does. Decent stuff. 154 yards and a touchdown. Geno Smith didn't play the best in the world, 197 yards in a pick. But Tower Lockett did come up big with nine catches for 107 yards. And Wilson Jr. for San Francisco had 84 yards rushing. Um, Jimmy G coming in this game, honestly, could help them. This is Trey Lance. Trey Lance got hurt, though. If they had any help to back up on this league, may have not been able to come back and pick up this win. Um, but the three turnovers for Seattle is what killed them, man. This defense in San Francisco was forcing turnovers. The game in San Francisco just win, and therefore a great game. It was the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Baltimore, the Cincinnati Bengals as Dallas will pick up their first win, knocking the defending AFC champions the zero two, picking up a twenty to seventeen victory. And Joe Burrow has not looked good in the first two weeks. I mean, he did throw a pick this week, but only had one hundred ninety nine yards and a touchdown. And Cooper Rush played real well with two hundred thirty five yards and a touchdown as he would lead them down the field to pick up the game-winning field goal to get out of there with a win. As um, T. Higgins had a great game for uh, with six catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown, and Brown came up for the Dallas with five catches for 91 yards and touchdowns. This game was competitive all the way to the end. It came up to a field goal, and Dallas was able to win. Then it was the Denver Broncos defeating the Houston Texans 16-9 to pick up their first one of the year. Uh, Russell Wilson hasn't looked, he didn't look great this week. I mean, he played decently, got the win. He threw 219 yards, a touchdown in the intersection, and Sutton came up big for him with seven catches for 122 yards, and Mills, he threw 177 yards. And Pierce he gave him 69 yards rushing. They didn't have nothing crazy. Um, this game was very low scoring. Turnover, the only turnover was by Denver. I mean, but, um... Everything was even. I mean, Denver was shooting herself in the foot. Denver could have probably won this game by 20 or 24 points. But they shot themselves in the foot with th- th- over 13 turnovers for over 100 yards. I mean, Houston had eight. But, I mean, that's 13 turnovers on, box- on on uh Denver. Um, And rushing is what really kept Denver in this win. I mean, it had 149 yards compared to 80 from Texas. But Denver was able to come up with a win. That's all that mattered. Then, in this shocking game. Okay, baby. As the bottom, the Arizona Cardinals picked up a winning overtime over the Raiders, twenty-nine to twenty-three. As I don't understand this, it was twenty to another game that should never happen. It was twenty nothing Raiders at halftime. The Cardinals would end up outscoring them twenty-three to three in the second half, send it to overtime, and Hunter Renfro would catch the ball. In the overtime, trying to stand itself, fight for a to get a first hand. It will ultimately fumble the ball as Brian Murphy Jr. will pick the ball up, take it 59 yards to the house for the game-winning touchdown. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hang on, y'all. Give me one second, y'all. Got to get my daughter before she ends up hurting herself. Falling. Come on, baby. You can't be man on that, baby. That wiggle too much. Come on. Go in here. I'm coming. Sorry, y'all. And like I said, Brian Murphy Jr. Pick up that football cover and take it to the house for the win. Come on, AC. As Kyler Murray played pretty well, he had 277 yards touchdown to pick. Actually, Derek Carr played good. He had 252 yards and two touchdowns, but but Devontae Adams struggled. I mean, he had that one touchdown. That's how he had all game. He had like two catches for 17 yards or something like that. He struggled. Um, And I think if Devontae makes more bigger plays or they can get Devontae more in the game, They win this game. As I mean, this was a ridiculous game. I mean, if you look at everything, it was like should have won. I mean, Arizona had 12 turnovers, man. Not 12, I mean, 12 penalties. But it was the fumble that cost them this win in overtime, but it was a lack of holding them down, stopping them, because you hold them down for the first half and then you let them score. You know what I'm saying? You hold them down for, for two quarters, then you allow 23 and 16 in and the fourth. It's 23 and a half. I mean, you can't do that in a space of win. Then. And oh, yeah, the um, Packers game, yeah, as y'all know, it was the Sunday night game. Then we're going to get into last night's game. It was the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. As the Philadelphia Phillies advanced a 2 0, winning 24 7. As Philadelphia Phillies defense gave Kirk Cousins fits. As he threw three interceptions along with 221 yards, as Jalen Hurts had a pretty good game. Threw for 331 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Adam Thielen was actually a leading receiver. Justin Jefferson was held in check with six catches for 48 yards. didn't allow a lie. And Dalvin Cook struggled with six carries for 17 yards. As the Eagles' defense just made it so hard. Tough on them. And Philly so was able to pick up this win. Damn, the Buffalo Bills dismantling the Titans. The Buffalo Bills have literally outscored their opponents the first two weeks, 72-17. to um, I'm going to go ahead and read this off of you. Josh Allen, 317 yards, four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, 12 catches, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill for the Titans, 117 yards, two picks. Derrick Henry, 25 yards. Um, That's all it needs to be said. Um, tennis. Now let's check this out. This team forced three fumbles two interceptions and scored a defensive touchdown. Or a special team touchdown. I can't remember exactly which one it was. I'm trying to look and find it. Sorry, y'all. Like, this was absolutely ridiculous. Like, I mean... Yes, they got a touchdown. Off the defense. This defense got a touchdown. They dismantled the Titans. They a, I mean, I'm still stuck. I don't think Titans are going to be that good because when you got – I've never said Ryan. I've, I've told y'all. I don't know if i told y'all, but I've told him most of the time. i never think Ryan Tannehill is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Not for Tennessee. And then you trade away A.J. Brown. You trade away your best receiver. You lose Julio. You cut him. He ends up going to to the um, Buccaneers. So, I mean, you can't really do anything and say anything on that. I mean, they're not going to be the same team. I don't think they're any, even a Super Bowl favorite no more. Or, or a playoff favorite no more. They'll be looking to get in the playoffs. They can probably get a the playoffs. they pick up some wins, but they will not be competitive in the playoffs. They will not get far in the playoffs. In my personal opinion, Ryan Tannehill is going to definitely have to. But guys, um, but that basically does it for the show today. We broke down high school football, basically baseball standards, and NFL Week Two. As um, as a now, no podcast tomorrow. But there will be one Thursday, as I will do my predictions on the Thursday and Friday week four college football games. And I'll go ahead and give you all my predictions on week three of the NFL season. So we'll go ahead and hop and pray. We'll get into it. Do you have any follow-up? We thank you. We praise you. We love you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. We want to, and We want to thank you, and we want to praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.